Welcome to the TOT Talk Show. We are aspire to nurture and grow the next generations of MDRTs, COTs, and TOTs in Asia. We will bring you a new breath of sales ideas and technical know-how in our work as financial advisors, inspire you to be a better version of you, embracing MDRT's whole person concept, and help you to think strategically to boost your sales towards MDRT, COT, and TOT qualification. The TOT Talk Show will be co-hosted by two top-of-the-table members, namely Lim Renan of Malaysia and Rick Hugh of the USA. Thanks, Rick. Can we move on to this, Rick? No, no, Fazlina. Yeah, so, how how to encourage people to take insurance? Do eh? ah, this is I just we just answered that just now. All right. So um, now let's do this. Now, Siti uh, Norizan asked me asked us, could you share the script so that the recipient are also happy to receive our call. We're asking you to actually call small people, right? So she's asking, would you would you like to do a live script right now, Rick, uh, to actually, when you call the guy, what would you say to them, the client? So uh, to share everyone in the audience, I actually don't make phone calls. Total transparency. Uh, I'm really, really good at making phone calls, but my team make, make phone calls. So usually, I don't know what role you have, City, but like uh, someone on my team might say, hey, Lim, um, just want to give you a call. Uh, Rick want to schedule a meeting to catch up with you, make sure everything's okay during this pandemic. Uh, looking at our availabilities, what usually works better for you, morning or afternoons? That's it. And yeah. then my teammate will schedule that call. And then this will be a 15, 20-minute phone call. Rick just wants to make sure that everything's okay. Then when I get on that call, um, I literally just say, hey, Lim, uh, you know, during this pandemic, main reason why we're calling you today uh, is to really make sure that you're safe and healthy. And do you and your family have food and supplies? That is it. I want to make sure you're safe and healthy. And do you and your family have food and supplies? And that is my only intentions. That's it. So when I, when, I, when I call these clients, I just want to check in on them. Like I'm calling these clients as if they're my best friend, as if they're my parent. True. That's it. Mentally, I just say, how can I help you? I've, I've helped my clients buy groceries and drop it off in front of their home. I've helped my clients with certain things, many things that had nothing to do with me as the wealth management advisor. I've, I've sat there on phone calls for over an hour just listening to them. Some of them were crying to me because of the things that were happening in their life. And I just want to listen. I just want to be there. I want to be present for them, right? So when you call your clients, I honestly, when I, when I thought of how to communicate with clients, I just put myself in the client's shoes. If Lim called me, how would I like to be called? How would I like to receive this call, right? I wouldn't tell you to use my language because every one of us is different, right? We're all unique, right? Lim might have heard that and he's like, uh, that's kind of weird then don't use my, 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 uh, my communication, right? Just like if I heard Lim's call, I might find that weird. But generally be sincere, be yourself and truly go in there and just like make a difference. Just make a difference. Like um, people need us more than ever. True. Just be sincere. You know, when I call my clients, uh, you know, just be yourself. Just be a friend. You know, don't be a prick. Be a friend, you know, and, and ask them, how, how are you doing? How can I help you? And what I do, what I do is that 
I normally, for some of my clients, if I know that they, they, they prefer, you know, a cake or something, I will ask them, uh, would you mind if I send you something? Can I send you a cake? You know, it is sweet. When they have the cake in front of them, they take a picture, put it on Facebook, and say thank you. And they come in and say, you know what? My child loves it so much, my boy. And that's it. When the market opens, go back and see them. They remember you forever. You're the, the guy that sent him a cake you know, during the pandemic. Do that. You know, how much is a cake? It's not much. You can, you can afford it if you want to uh, just buy, buy something for your clients, right? Now, so let us move on with the questions, right? So, Rick... So we have one guy, uh, this, I think this is important, all right? I just wonder, is there any way to increase the new prospect list during the pandemic? Great question, Charles. Lem, you want to take it or you want me to take it? Yeah, okay, I'll just take it. I'll just do it for, say, 30 seconds. Now, is there any way to, uh, to improve, increase your new prospect list? It's just what Man Mohan, let me just reiterate what Man Mohan said. You have 2,000, I have 2,600, uh, what do you call this, uh, uh, contacts in my phone, and I can tell you, frankly, there are still 1,000 of them are not my clients. <laughs> so this, this is your list. It's all here. It's all here in your phone. Call them. Call every one of them in your phone list, not in your client's contact list, in your phone list. Can you hear, hear the difference? Call everybody in your phone list. That's what I want to say to him. Rick, go ahead. Take it over. I think people need value more than ever. People need to be educated more than ever. So Charles, if you're calling them for them to be your client, uh, that's one approach. But if you're calling them to teach them during this crisis how to apply for unemployment, PPP loan, SBA loan, how to help them grow their business, help them with a business plan, how, help to help them with their resume improving, how to help their kids that are right now in lockdown and they, they, they're doing virtual school instead of in-person school. Those type of added values, that's incredible. Like if, if like um, during during the pandemic, not only was I reaching out to many of uh, of the people we care about, many of the people, sincerely, clients, friends, family, um, uh, people that I work with reached out to me and said, Rick, uh, is there anything I can help you with? And one of the things was like, I'm looking for exercise equipment because during this time, everything is sold out. And then one of my friends says, hey, you should check this website out. And then we received it. It's, it's about supporting each other. Um, I think, Charles, it's about abundant thinking. It's about abundant thinking. Um, to be honest, Charles, I don't know how to network. I really don't. I have, I think, over a thousand friends on Facebook, LinkedIn, and I don't really know why people add me or are my friends because my like my wife says, I'm not that nice. I'm not that important. But Charles, you just have to have to think abundantly. Everyone you can work with. The question is, are you comfortable educating, helping them? That's it. Because if if you know a million people, but you're only comfortable talking to ten of them, it's not them. It's you. But yes, like what Lim said, uh, look at your phone list, look at your Facebook, look at your LinkedIn, look at all the people that want to meet you, Charles. Have you contacted them? So you, there's no really a reason for you to go get new leads or build your prospect list. It's in front of you. The question is, Charles, you going out there selflessly and doing it. Right. So uh, I just want to announce now some good news. Good news from Mr. Man Mohan. He says, banking and finance, insurance and asset management comes under the essential services and are exempted from suspension. Means you guys can still go out and work. You can work, I can go and see clients and all that. But I doubt that people want to, 
wants you to be in their house, all right? So this is good news for you. You can go out to, to uh, continue, right? So let's take up the next question, right, Rick? We have 10 more minutes to go now. Um, okay. Sorry, I'm getting a bit... Uh, all right. Now, Jia uh, uh, Karuru... Oh, sorry, Carol. I just call you Carol. Carol. Carol asks: Is there a way to talk to client when they are pre when they prefer more on savings, investing, and not getting a medical insurance? Rick, or would you like me to do that? See, yeah, the, yeah. you go ahead. Um, the industry in Malaysia is very different from the industry in USA. I recently did a YouTube interview. Uh, if for all the viewers, if you guys want to check it out, uh, just Google Fung Bros. F U N G. B-R-O-S. And then the topic was how to help uh, uh, how to help immigrant families save or invest for their future. Now, I want people to understand there's a very, very big difference between saving and investing. So, uh, Carol, your question is before more on saving and investing. How many Asian people, uh, like I grew up, uh, people were putting money in like uh, under their mattress. That is that might be saving, but that's definitely not investing. And that depreciates. That depreciates. I don't know about you, but everything costs more in America compared to me 30 years ago. So I think it's very important, Carol, that you teach your clients the difference between saving money and investing money, right? A great example, growing up, I asked my, my grandma, and if you watch that video, I talk about it. My grandmother says, buy your home by putting everything under your mattress and save enough and then buy that home. But then every time I have enough money, the home costs more money. How come? Because the home goes up in price, but your, your dollars don't grow. It's not like I put $100 under my mattress and then it spits out quarters at the end of the year. No, that $100 stay $100, but just a little bit more wrinkly. So the point is um, saving and investing is number one, very different. Now, when it comes to medical cards, I don't know about you. Health insurance to me is the most important. My family and I spend thousands and thousands of dollars a month. Did you know, at least in America, if you don't have health care, it's probably one of the most common ways of going bankrupt. Most common way. If people don't understand having health care, but you see them driving around in a nice fancy car or, or wearing nice clothes, I look at them and I just walk away. I just walk away because their priorities are wrong, right? People have different priorities. But Lynn, why don't you take it? So if I would take this question, uh, if people want to buy investment or savings and not medical insurance, you know, I will tell them, you know what? Uh, if you don't buy a medical card, let me just put it in this perspective. Uh, Everybody wants the best hospital and the best doctors when you are sick. When you have COVID, the first thing you think, please do not send me to government hospital, send me to private. You want the best hospital, you want the best doctors, but you don't want to pay for it. Nobody wants to pay for the medical bills, but everybody wants the best doctors and the best uh, uh, hospital. You doesn't have to pay for it. Let the insurance company pay for it. And you pay a small fee every year just to maintain that plan. It's a deal. It's a deal of century. If you don't do it now, at this pandemic, when are you going to do it? Are you going to do it when you're category four on ventilator, semi-coma, on an ICU bed? You can't do it anymore. So my question for him is that if you still, do, you still don't do a medical insurance right now and you still want to save money, it is okay to save money. It is, not, it is not wrong. But what is your priority right now? Your priority is to get yourself prepared just in case you got sick. 
and it's going to take months for you to, before you're going to get vaccinated, you have to take it now. Get the medical insurance. It's only 100 ringgit a month. It's not going to cost you a, an arm or a leg. You need to get it. How much right is 100 ringgit in US dollars, Lim? It's about $25. I pay almost 3,000 US dollars a month for my family's health care. I know. Like America is I'm, crazy. I'm going to share this with you. Yeah. It's crazy. But it's if crazy. I met someone and they're like, I, I can't afford $25 US dollar a month for yeah. my family's health care or their own health care. You know, honestly, you probably don't even want to work with them. You probably don't want to work with them. Yeah. Those are the clients that absolutely have wrong priorities. Like if, if I meet someone, like, like I'll give you a great example. Like the other client that I met, they have so much credit card bills that they like, they want to invest in like a, a retirement plan. They want to invest in insurance. They want to invest in the stock market. You know, I said, nope. Pay down your credit card debt. Once you show me that you're responsible enough to do certain things, then we will help you. But I think it's really important that when you go through your process, you have to do a good job educating your clients, like the the, the hierarchy and importance of priorities and needs. Yeah, true. I totally. Let's take another question. Ginny Wong is not, uh, not, this is not the question. I think uh, she needs a little bit of encouragement. I wish I can talk to my prospect as confident as both of you. Sometimes those sentences just stuck in my head and I don't want to sound negative from my prospect. Just one minute, just encourage her a bit, Ginny. Ginny, I am 100% positive you are more confident than me. 20 years ago, and you're probably more confident than me today. You just have to believe in yourself. It starts with your mind. I was the guy that would go into a room and I would be really awkward because I'm an introvert. So what did I do? I would actually practice in front of a mirror because if I talk to Lim, Lim like, oh, Rick, you're boring. Oh, Rick, you're awkward, right? So I would just practice in front of a mirror. And guess what? The mirror won't really say mean things to me unless you choose to say it. Number one. Number two, I used to record myself. I used to record myself and keep talking, talking, talking and build myself up. I used to watch podcasts. I used to watch YouTube. I used to listen to everything that I believe one day I'll be good enough. And honestly, even today, I don't think I'm that great. So if you think I'm confident, thank you for being really kind. But I believe you're confident too. You're confident too. And you just have to put in some time and work on co communication and you'll be amazing. Fantastic. Nobody born, nobody, uh, no one is born uh, with the ability to, to talk publicly, all right? <laughs> it is a learned <laughs> skill, correct? So this is one last question, very long. Let us just put it up by my boss, Miss Noharati Ramli. She says, uh, Rick, not Eric, it's Rick. <laughs> there was a time when we called them and asked how are they doing during the pandemic and the feedback that we get was oh thank you for calling now i remember that i need to surrender my policy ha 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 this sometimes will make us scared to call them scared that our calls remind them to cancel their policy please advise all right um, I, you want to take this one okay let me just take this all right so i think this is more relevant now um i did I did more than 200 calls to 300 calls. I, I didn't record about 300 calls during the pandemic time to every one of my single clients, all, all the single clients. I've did about 100 policy reviews. And of course, there are people who surrendered their policy, took money out and all that. Of course, they needed the money. They need to save their businesses. How could you not help them? Now, remember this. When you call them and they say, I need to cash out, I need to surrender my policy. I'm in the best situation. It is not their fault. They, they didn't want to be in that situation. 
they will wish they could pay you 10 times the premium, right? If they could pay you 10 times the premium, they are 10 times richer than now. Be a supportive figure right now. You're not there to sell. You're here to support, to support, to support. I did that, exactly that. And what did I earn? I earned full respect from my clients and say, right, Renan, you are that one guy I can trust my life with. Why? When I'm down, you are the only guy that offered money to my business. The amazing thing of life insurance, when you are rich, when you're doing well, we help you systematically keep money away from you spending it. And when you have a problem, we help you. No, we give you back your money when it matters the most. The insurance policy is one of the best saving, and when I say investment, saving tools for any businessman. For a businessman, when they leverage, leverage, and leverage, when the market went bad, they get deleveraged and they went bankrupt. Insurance policy are the only ones that never ask questions. When you want to surrender a policy or take money out, the insurance policy never asks questions. Hey, why? Why are you? Why do you need to take money? Huh? Why do? Why do you want it? Never. You have never heard of insurance policy asking that question, and within a week they release the money to the owner. That is the power of insurance. And when they are dead or when they are sick or when they are, when, when they have critical illness, what happens? The only guy that comes to the funeral with money is the insurance guys. Not the banker, not the lawyer, not the bloody accountant. <laughs> it is the insurance guy. The insurance man is always there with a big check and tell the widow, Cindy, you don't worry about your future. Your husband already have taken care of for you. That is assurance. That is what we do. So don't worry about calling them because you are putting value in their life. Call them. Call them. Right? Rick, you want to take that? We're in wealth management. Uh, I'm not exactly sure the difference with uh, how you guys do things in Malaysia versus USA. So for us, when I help a client, I don't recommend only insurance investments. I do comprehensive holistic financial planning. So therefore, when I help clients, I actually get really happy when clients need money, for example, buy a home, get married, retire, children education. We always give access and flexibility and optionality to all our clients. And then uh, like we had a client uh, recently said, hey, Rick, I need c cash flow for this and that. Can you tell me all the pros and cons? And I'm like, sure, that's what I'm here for. So I explained to them all the details. They were going to uh, use money from other sources. I actually told them to take money from our accounts because financially made more sense because I taught them about the borrowing feature. The borrowing feature, using it, paying it back, it's actually much more effective than what they were going to do elsewhere. So I think that's exactly what we do. What we do each and every day is be a trusted advisor, help our clients financially, and give them optionality in their best interest. Thank you. There's a lot of things we need to learn from you, Rick. Your financial solution is very different. You know, it is mind-boggling. It takes me like a minute to actually <laughs> understand that. No. So financial crisis is temporarily, relationship is forever. I totally agree with you, Esther. You know, no Harati say thank you. Do we have one more question? Let me see. Do we have Lama? I wish to. Okay, we have one more question. Uh, eh, no, we don't have one more question. That's it. And we are 10 o'clock awesome. on the dot. 
We answer all your questions. Yeah. Right. So thank you, Rick, for uh, coming up to the show. It's one and a half amazing hours. Uh, I've totally enjoyed talking to you, Rick, and, and hosting this with you. Likewise. And same I, here, same here. Lim, should we do the same thing? Let's do questions. And the most like, the most shares, the most comments to that question, we'll do it for next month's topic uh, since we had so much fun doing Esther's questions this month. All right. So this is ad hoc, right? So for the guys outside, you can leave questions. You can leave your comments in the comment chat on Facebook. Leave it there. Uh, if you like our show, I want, we want you to actually leave a topic that you want us to talk about next month at the end of May or end of June, all right? So give us a topic, and if you like the topic, like it. The, most, uh, the topic that has the most like will get us to share at the end of next month, right? The last Friday of June, okay? So uh, you have a friend who asked, how can I buy Rick's book? Wow, Rick, you got the first guy who actually, oh, first lady who actually wants to buy it. <laughs> my wife said, uh, I'm going to have thousands of book copies and I'm just going to fill up my bookshelf and no one's going to ever want to read it. I say, sure. But uh, we'll, when it comes out, I'll let everyone know. But in the meantime, please tell us what you guys want to hear. Yeah. Because honestly, when I see these comments and I see these questions, my wife knows this. I'm giggling at midnight because I'm reading these questions. I'm really excited. She's like, what are you doing? And I'm like answering these questions in my head so that next month I can bring something exciting. So I have a lot of fun every month doing this I so i look forward this. to june's topic all right we look forward to june's topic and uh rick i'm not buying your book i expect one free from you signed you know with a kiss <laughs> given I'll to me first copy the book. <laughs> of course of course so thank you guys thank you all for coming to the show i'm gonna leave uh the show comments open and you guys can put in your question and the topic that you want to talk about next month all right all right, so okay, I still have another. <laughs> Show us your ten, top 10 favorite book list. Okay. <laughs> Show them the top 10 favorite mm. book list. All right. So, wow, there's one more question. We don't want to pick one more question, Rick, or you want to just shut it off? Or we will answer you later, right? After the show. Okay? Yes. So, Brandon, we'll answer you later after the show. We will definitely answer this question, but not on the show. We are running out of time already. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. I'll see you guys. Okay? Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.